There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Mark, this is a bit of a turnaround. Yes, it's very, uh, <clears throat> it's obviously very concerning uh, news, James. So, you know, I, I know no more than you or anyone else who, you know, who's seen it on Sky. So I'm afraid I've got no inside track to offer your listeners. Mm. Uh, but it would appear, you know, the Prime Minister has gone into intensive care uh for observation so they can keep a better eye on him. Um, what we do know is that he's not been intubated. So we're mm. not at that stage yet, as it were, which on one level is good news. And I'm not a great Twitter fiend, but I, um, my other half is. And I think Pray for Boris is now trending number two on Twitter and that this rate will be number mm. one very quickly. Well, yes. I mean, my my Twitter feed has gone absolutely mad with people yeah. actually sending very nice messages and and uh, wishing him well, which is is good yeah. to see. Number one uh, is Boris Johnson, so what? he is number one. But just as Boris Johnson, number two is pray for Boris. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that what what I've seen, James. I think one uh, heartwarming thing, if I can use that phrase, its context, is you've got lots of people coming up on Twitter. Saying, you know, I'm not a, I don't vote Tory, I'm not a Boris fan, but I really hope he's going to be all right. So yeah. this is, this goes completely cross party. This is absolutely across the country here, uh, which, you know, which, which on one level is a very heartening thing, I think. Boris is one of those people, and uh, of course, uh, Ash knows him quite well. He filled in for me once some years ago. Um, right. Ash, uh, He's a he's a good bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he's a nice bloke. Forgetting yeah. politics. Yeah. yeah, he's just he's exactly like he is. I mean, the other thing, I mean, he's the only MP or out of the House of Law or any politician that's ended up in intensive care, isn't he? Yeah, which is odd, um, isn't it? The head of the whole, the yeah, whole well, thing. It's it's the unfortunate, but there we are. But yeah. uh, Mark, it looks like uh, Parliament. We were talking to Charlotte Ivers, our political editor, just before. Uh, it looks like um, Parliament has been a bit of a hotbed of this virus. Well, you know, Parliament's in London, and London has been rather a centre of uh, of the virus. You know, statistically, a lot of the cases have been within uh, the London area, James. So, yeah. I mean, I think most, you know, we have been, uh, we rose earlier than we would have done for the Easter recess. We were due to rise anyway. And at the moment, we're due to return on the 21st of April. But obviously, you know, that will have to depend on on what the conditions are, but you know it's important that the that the country appreciate that one way or another government goes on. So um, Dominic Raab, we don't have a deputy prime minister at the moment formally, but Dominic Raab is the first secretary of state as well as being the 
Foreign Secretary, so he is next in the chain of command, and he will take over the Prime Minister's responsibilities while he remains in intensive mm. care. But hopefully, that won't be for too long. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Pantania, our friend, senior clinical oh, lecturer and yeah. from the University of Exeter. Doctor, how are you, sir? Uh, nice to hear your voice again, James. Well, yes, and uh, I see you've been uh, in conversation with lots of my Twitter followers recently. Yes, yes, it is good to uh, pass good news and uh, work together, make things better. Yes. Now, I just had a caller on there, just before we go any further. Are we worse than other countries in Europe? Are we handling this worse than others? I am very interested in the results from Germany. I think Germany have got a march upon us, and I have to be honest and say so. Uh, it looks like their case fatality rates are lower. They are testing extensively, and they have a program of monitoring very closely people who are uh, with illness but at home. So I think the Germans are doing... Uh, something that we need to copy, emulate, and and replicate in our country. And you've made these feelings uh, to the uh, the government, haven't you? Well, we talk about it, and we hope that people are listening. You know, the trouble is we've only got social media and uh, papers in learned journals to do that, and we hope by drip drip that uh, that gets through to the top table and they take note. I'm sure that they will. Um, what I, I'm thinking is that the, there are not enough testing kits, are there, in this country? Uh, and so why aren't we able to get them when the Germans are? Yeah, it is of profound regret to me and my colleagues. And we always have been saying the United Kingdom is a leader with biotechnology in the world. We've got biotechnology scientists. We've got the industry. We've got the capability. So we are really looking at ourselves and saying, why is it possible for the German people to do it and the United mm. Kingdom not to? Can't All find right. an answer. Now, let's talk about Boris. You, you've heard the sad news that Boris has now been taken to intensive care. Um, in your view, how serious is this? This is very difficult because it happens to be the prime minister of our country. Because if I were treating a very VIP person, um, I would be extra precautionary and therefore, you know, you, you know, you get nerves frayed and you sort of say to yourself, where do I want to house this very important person? And you might decide, listen, let me take them to ITU or ICU, as we call it, intensive care unit. And there they can be continuously monitored and have more attention. So it's difficult to tell uh, when it is. Uh, happens to be the Prime Minister, you know, has he taken a turn for the worst? Yeah, it's but difficult. I don't think they'd do it unless they really had to because it sends out a message that he's very, yeah. very ill. So they'd only very do it point. really if if he really needed it. I presume so, but it really is difficult to tell because I have no hotline to how well or otherwise hmm. Prime Minister Johnson is. And right. I can see I can see them saying, precautionary, let's go to ICU. I just don't know. Um, tell me this then, when you have got this disease and they, your, your clinicians think it is serious enough, 
for you to be taken into intensive care. What will they be looking for? Yeah, so instead of what we'll be looking for is what I want to do. So what I want to do, because by the time I take you there, I already know what I, what's happening. So what I want to do is make sure I'm monitoring your breathing, your oxygen saturation, meaning the amount of oxygen in your blood. And then I want to make sure I have all the accoutrements, all the equipment at hand, so should I need it. So we'll be keeping a very sharp eye on your oxygen levels, your breathing, your breathing patterns and any deterioration in lung function. That is what I would be intensively looking at. So do you think that's what's deteriorated in Boris Johnson, his breathing or oxygen level? I think so. You know, if I had to speculate, then I would say uh, the one place I would want to take Prime Minister Johnson would be to monitor his oxygen levels and make sure his lungs are uh, being given the best treatment possible. So, yes, if it was a speculation, I would say it's for breathing purposes and nothing else. Hmm. How long do you think it'll be before we know something else? I suppose it depends on when they want to let us know. <laughs> uh, but, but if you were, uh, you know, let, let me put it this way, Doctor, if you were treating somebody like this now, how long do you think you'd keep them in uh, intensive care before they were able to go out? Because I've just been looking at certain uh, stories here that say uh, at least one third of people uh, who take, are taken into intensive care, unfortunately, don't make it. I hear you. The trouble is, this is the prime minister and we don't know. Uh, so, you know, we need to be cautious about, you know, mm. you know, how ill our prime minister is. So as a clinician, normal, normal course of events, uh, between a week to three weeks, you would think that, you know, people would either get better or they're not going to get better. That's a sort of rough range. Let's let's broaden it a little bit between a week to four weeks at maximum, because that that usually gets us. Uh, most of the patients who have a tortuous course of an illness. And if he has to be ventilated as a 55-year-old healthy, you know, fit guy with no underlying conditions, what are his, his chances if he has to be ventilated? Uh, pretty good, but, you know, of course, it's a last resort, so we want to yeah. not ventilate um, because everything has a consequence. And as a doctor, I was always taught, and I learned and I believe it, is less is more. And, and really, we need a good clinician in this place. We need one with a good backbone who will be able to stand up and say, less is more. Mm. You know, mm. that would be my, my advice to whoever is looking after him. Because there is so much pressure to do so many things. And I would say sometimes, listen, hold back. Sometimes less is more. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Gillian, good evening to you. Good evening. Well, I was going to say what an interesting time, but that's like a Chinese curse, isn't it? Um, you've only been in politics for a couple of years. Yep, that's right. How, um, how, how, how have you felt the speed uh, from uh, when you joined Parliament in 2017 to now? I mean, there's just n never been anything like it, right? First of all, we had Brexit and, you know, all of the uh, ups and downs that that brought, and then um, the election, which was only last December, and now coronavirus. And uh, obviously I've just heard you talking about 
the Prime Minister, which, uh, of course, is concerning for all of us all across the country. And we're all mm. wishing him well and, and, and pulling for him, you know, and hoping that uh, he pulls through quickly. And what have you heard on it? Are you part of the WhatsApp group that the, uh, the Tory MPs have? Oh, you know, we've got so many WhatsApp groups. Obviously, everybody's um, everybody's concerned. Everybody's wishing him well. Um, you know, he's the leader of our country. He's a huge personality. Obviously, he has huge support um, across the country, actually, not only in the Conservative Party. Mm. Um, and a lot of support, really, across political parties across the world. I mean, everybody, I think, is in the same position, which is, you know, we all... Um, you know, we're quite surprised and shocked by the news, how quickly it's developed, but obviously wishing him well and, and hope, you know, he's in the right place. We've got our fantastic NHS. He's in St. Thomas's, which is a brilliant hospital. Um, I hope he's reading some of the messages, actually, because they will cheer him up. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm, it's clear I'm not sure that, he uh, will be in intensive care, but you never know. Well, he's spoken to Dominic Raab, hasn't he? Um, so he's... Um, He's obviously uh, today. So, so is he in uh, contact? Is he in constant contact, you know, at all? That's what I've heard reported, that he's, uh, they, that Dominic's um, said that, he, you know, they have spoken now. Well, so that's good. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's, that, that would be good. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, you know, all of us, you know, he's, he's worked so hard, you know, and he's obviously given his all to fight for his country under these unbelievable times. I mean, you know, none of us can believe really quite what's happening across the world. Um, but now he needs clearly to rest his body and fight the virus himself. I mean, you've only known him a few years, haven't you? Um, what are your feelings about him? Oh, I mean, you know, he's fantastic. He, he lights up a room, Boris. He's, he's unlike anybody um, I've met, actually. He, he's, uh, mm. he's quite an extraordinary character. He really, he really does, um, you know, kind of light up a room. And, you know, he's... he's He's a great leader. He's a great personality. He's a big personality, and um, you know, I don't, I don't know him super well. Obviously, many people have known him mm. for a lot longer, but um, from what what I have known about him, um, you know, he's 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 a he's he's great. He's a great guy. He's he's really great company. People like him, don't they? He's very likable. Yes, um, mm. you know, he's the guy you want to sit next to at dinner. He's uh, he's, he's he's a good laugh. You know, he's well, as I, I said earlier, he filled in for me on this show when yeah. I was away a few years ago with you, Ash. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you said you was, he was yeah. nearly as as mad as you are. He's a very very nice. You know, he's the same as he is. You know, mm. as you see him, he's not a front or anything. That's his what he's uh, he's actually like. And I imagine he'll have been putting a brave face on it for quite a while now. Yeah. Yeah. He's that sort of British, that sort of, mm. you know, where if there's a major thing, it's look, you know, they'll just say it as if they've cut their finger. But, Gillian, I don't think you'll be getting uh, back to work anytime soon, do you? Um, well, it's clear he needs to 100% focus on his health right now. Um, I mean, mm. you know, all of his family, uh, Carrie, everybody will be... Uh, ensuring that he absolutely does that, as well as uh, all the uh, fantastic team at the NHS. So, you know, he does have to focus on that. And, um, you know, obviously there's the, the team now has been working very closely together, um, you know, since this uh, coronavirus sort of first started to become more understood in the country. So it's clear that they're, you know, they're, they're quite close-knit. There's, you know, they're sharing out uh, in terms of the communication, different people with different view, you know, different messages, but well, same message, but different uh, kind of emphasis and focus. So, you know, with the civil servants, with the Public Health England, with the NHS, um, you know, and with the, with the cabinet, he's got a very strong cabinet. So, you know, he needs to 
focus on his health and uh, they, they can carry out uh, the instructions that he's already given, you know, in terms of we're clear mm. what it is we need to do. We need to stick with the guidance, you know, we need to stay in. <laughs> we need to protect the NHS. We need to save lives. Uh, we need to get make sure the, the, the NHS has, has the things it needs. And, you know, and, and everybody's clear about that. Those targets are set. Uh, it looks as well. We've spoken about this with various other people on the programme tonight. It looks like uh, Parliament was a place you want to stay away from as far as catching this is concerned. It does, actually. Um, and I was there until Wednesday with everybody. Um, and then, you know, you get home and then you kind of realise that somebody you spent some time with, uh, you've, uh, they've, they've got it. So um, I think for all of us, it's been, yes, it has, it has been a bit of an epicentre. Um, so, you know, it's good that we're all not there. Every single one of us has been working from home since then. Our staff have been working from home a bit longer um, because they obviously didn't have to be there to pass the legislation. Mm. So most of our staff have been away for longer. Um, but yes, it clearly it clearly is. Uh, and it just shows how highly infectious it is. You know, once one person gets it, it does pass very quickly. We've seen that all over the world. And, you know, that's what's, um, you know, so, so astonishing about it, really. Is Dominic been... Raab the right person to take over? I mean, sure. I mean, he's not taking over. He's basically, you know, mm. just... Uh, kind of you know take it take, taking the lead and, and yeah. caretaking for a while mm. but uh but yeah it, it, i mean you know he's he's um he's a, he's got that role he's the deputy i mean mm. everybody's so as i say it's a very strong team so you know they'll all be pulling together and working together and you know obviously um you know we're hoping that uh boris gets gets better soon and then he'll be he'll be he'll be itching to get back i'm sure but uh mm. you know until he is then he he needs to focus on his health Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. So we don't know much more, um, but I'm sure you will have heard some sort of tittle-tattle, if I can put it that way, from uh, some of your sources. Well, to be honest, the mood is just one of extreme concern. I've had several members of Parliament particularly just get in touch completely out of the blue, just completely blown away by what's happened, and a, a general sense of uncertainty about what happens next and also concern for the country if such an important figurehead is gone mm. and whether the effort can be held together over the next few days to effectively communicate to people and 
get over the message the government feels is so vital for us all to hear about staying at home and therefore saving lives. Well, this should help, hopefully. I mean, people will, will realise. Yeah. I mean, well, Dominic, Dominic's a very uh, able politician, isn't he? That is very true. Dominic Raab is a hugely experienced politician and he is someone who has probably the best background for dealing with this type of thing. He's worked in various different government departments. The concern will be that he's not a household name in the same way as Boris Johnson. He doesn't have that X factor that most politicians really don't have. Mm. We don't call him Dom, for example, in the way that everyone calls Boris Johnson Boris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And I think uh, Boris is uh, a one-off as a, a prime minister needs to be. I mean, we've had some fairly dull and dreary prime ministers uh, which haven't stayed very long, but uh, nobody will ever forget uh, Boris Johnson as the prime minister in the same way nobody's forgotten Margaret Thatcher, uh, Winston Churchill... Uh, these people have all all been of a, a certain sort of um, personality, aren't they? You could mm. even say they had the X factor. That's very true. And I think as well, I remember, I keep remembering a conversation I had with a member of parliament a couple of weeks ago who said Boris Johnson has always wanted to be like Churchill. Churchill is his great hero. And unfortunately for him, he has now found himself in the midst of a Churchill-level crisis, frankly, mm. in a position he never expected to be in. This is before he even got ill, and we are living in absolutely extraordinary times. And his concern will now be that he has kept a pretty decent grip over the situation, certainly in his view and in the view of his advisers. And now that may slip away, given he just doesn't have the operational capacity on a day-to-day basis to control what's coming mm. out of the government. It could strengthen him when he comes back, though, couldn't it? Well, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I think, crucially, as you were saying, this really drives home the message that this can happen to anyone. Boris Johnson is not old. He may have underlying health conditions. Obviously, he has a right to a private life, but certainly none that are public or that are significant enough that they would have to be public. He was always going jogging, wasn't he? He He's quite a fit guy. He was always going jogging, yes, I think, much to the amusement of the world photographers. But overall, he he has none of these conditions that put him on the high-risk yeah. list. And, of course, we know that people can be admitted to hospital who aren't on the high-risk list. Um, our colleague from LBC, who has found himself, I think, just at the age of 38 in an ICU, cases like that really drive home that mm. it's not just 80-year-olds who have six months left to live anyway and are concerned about their health anyway. This can strike anyone. Yeah, we're realising that more and more, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very, very sad day. And uh, the programme that started off to be our usual sort of show, Ash, uh, I I suppose we should apologise to all those guests who were booked to come on to the programme tonight. Um, but uh, hopefully, uh, of course, later in the week we will get back to them. Uh, what do you think, if anything, we will now find out overnight? And uh, will you be will you be sort of staying here overnight, working overnight? Because they're going to try and avoid as much uh, information as mm. they can, aren't they? 
Yeah, that's completely true. There will be a really concerted effort now by people in Downing Street to make sure the only information we hear is by the absolute purest, most official channels. What they don't want is random movements in the markets and random movements in general public confidence by leaked information. And so really all eyes will be on those official statements coming out of Downing Street. If we don't see any major changes in the Prime Minister's condition, I would expect our next update to become maybe around midday tomorrow. If we hear before that, it will only be because something significant has changed. Mm. I, I, well, I imagine it'll be the top news story in all the uh, breakfast shows tomorrow, obviously. Yeah. Um, but what about... Uh, and his family must be feeling pretty shocked, of course, at the moment. And Stan, who is quite old, but he's a bit of a, a lad too, isn't he? He was in the jungle not long ago. Yeah, and yeah. He's in his mid-80s, isn't he? He's, uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And also it's worth remembering that his partner, Carrie Simmons, as well, she is heavily pregnant. She said last week that she has been self-isolating with coronavirus-like symptoms. She hasn't had a test, but it broadly looks like it might be coronavirus. And I presume, although I haven't had it confirmed either way, she will not have been able to visit him in the ICU. That's the the usual practice for coronavirus patients. So I think a, a very, very difficult night tonight for Boris Johnson and everyone close to him. Yeah, but they'll probably give him something to help him sleep, won't they now? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, uh, the I Prime Minister spokesman has been very, very specific on the fact that he will not be getting into any details about the exact no. nature of the Prime Minister's treatment. No. We don't know what tests. All we know are these very limited statements. And as I say, that's a, a very deliberate strategy by <clears> Downing <throat> Street to avoid confusion and avoid mm. major shifts mm. in public well, one mood. Thing, that was uh, the clips for today, the worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.